Yes. The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All Sports Talk is on News Radio WGNS. All Sports Talk is sponsored by Good Neighbor State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Insel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, SoCo Roofing and Restoration, First Bank serving Murfreesboro, Smyrna and Rutherford County, Parks Auction Company, they'll handle everything, Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care, and the Blue Raider Insider Report sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance and Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors. We put the all in all sports talk. From the preps to MTSU, we've got you covered. It's all sports talk on Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Welcome back into all sports talk. Joined now by Lee DeLeon, Deputy Director of Athletics at the Middle Tennessee for External Affairs. No longer the league new kid on the block, Lee. You've been here a little while now. Yep, almost for two years, believe it or not, Tim. And how how you and your family adjusted to Murfreesboro? I think I know the answer. Oh, we love it. This, this has been amazing. We're, we're having a blast and so thankful to get to be a, a part of the Blue Raiders. Lee, tell us what ex- Deputy Director of Athlete Director for External Affairs is. What does that job description entail? Yeah, basically, I help Chris Massaro lead the whole athletic department, and I, I focus specifically on revenue generation. So, uh, all of our external units. Basically, marketing, uh, ticket sales, sponsorships, fundraising, and licensing. And then uh, in the new world of college athletics today, I'm also in charge of NIL, the, the name, image, and likeness uh, initiatives that we have. And then I, uh, lastly, I work with um, overseeing five different sport programs, baseball, men's and women's golf, men's and women's tennis. And I help Chris Massaro with with football and men's basketball. So that's what I do. And uh, Diane Turnham and I are both deputy ads. She she handles the internal affairs, and I handle the external affairs. Lee, uh, you mentioned college sports and how it's changed. The, the landscape has changed so so much. Uh, we're about to settle into the idea of what uh, the portal is all about in NIL. Uh, kind of give your opinion of, of where college sports is right now in, in those regards. And, uh, of course, we got to mention conference changes that uh, schools are making from one, one year to the next. No doubt. The new world that we're living in is, is very different than the one I started in almost 20 years ago um, when I began my career in 2005. Um, the name, image, and likeness legislation and those changes, you know, they have completely revolutionized college sports, and all of us in administration are, are, are trying to come up with ways to, as Chris Massaro says, try to shift payroll. You know, we, we've, we've always been told we can't direct money to athletes, and now we're trying to do everything we can to direct more money to our, our athletes. And so um, every state is different with their legislation, and currently the NCAA is very loose in their enforcement of NIL legislation. And so 
uh, in Tennessee right now, we are allowed to uh, connect and introduce our athletes to local businesses and sponsors that want to help, but we can't negotiate NIL deals for them. We can't broker NIL deals for them. We just can we can make introductions. Um, but unfortunately, right now in Murfreesboro, there's not a lot of demand for that. There's not a lot of interest in, in partnering with our athletes, and so I'm doing everything I can to try to change that. You know, but we don't have anybody like a, a Giddy Potts or a Reggie Upshaw that would have been really, really good in the NIL space a few years ago. We don't have that name recognition of some of our athletes just yet, and we need to get to that, but... Tim, that's the world that we're living in, and it's not going any. It's not going away. There may be more legislation forthcoming, but the name, image, and likeness uh, days and and the concept of paying student athletes is here to stay. And, and the portal, I would think, has a a good deal to do with that. Uh, being able to have names recognized because we've can you know kind of looked at the possibility of had uh, the portal been around, you you wonder if Giddy Potts would have been in Murfreesboro for four years. That's exactly right. You know, we just lost our best softball player, Laura Mueller, to Tennessee. We lost two of our starters in basketball to Memphis and Texas A&M. We lost our starting wide receiver and kick returner to, to Virginia Tech. And, you know, this is, this is the new reality that we can, we can uncover and, you know, find these diamonds in the rough on the recruiting trail out of high school but if they come in and do exceptionally well, like like Laura Mueller in softball, we're gonna we're gonna be at risk of losing them. And this is where the transfer portal and the NIL converge: is that these uh, these big schools are are telling the athletes, our athletes, hey, not only can you come and play in the SEC and play in front of a sold out stadium, but you can also make more money uh, in in the NIL space. And so that's really hard because. When NIL was introduced, it was not supposed to be able to serve as an inducement for student-athletes. You were basically supposed to tell the athlete, hey, if you come to school X, uh, you, can make a po- you can possibly make a certain dollar amount through name, image, and likeness deals. Well, now instead what's happening is they're saying, come, come to our school and we'll guarantee you that you're going to make $50,000 yeah. or $100,000. And that's hard for these young 18, 19, 20, 21-year-olds to turn down. Well, you mentioned Laura Mueller, who had a terrific uh, tournament for Middle Tennessee, as, as did all the Blue Raiders for Jeff Breeden so forth. And she's a local girl. She's from the Middle Tennessee area, but uh, also a, a Tennessee girl as well. And, and I, I, I don't know how the coaches handle it at MTSU, but you got to think that somewhere along the line you, you just got to recognize it if they can better themselves that way, it's pretty hard for them to turn down and, and make the argument that they need to stay. Absolutely. You know, it's, um, it's, hard, to, it's hard to tell them not to, to consider those opportunities. Um, but what, what is hard for the people in our seats is that it just seems like loyalty and commitment have kind of gone out the window, you know. Eli Lawrence on our basketball team, who I love and have a, a personal relationship with, you know, we were his only offer out of high school. Yeah. And and instead of staying and, and playing his senior year, uh, he goes to Texas A&M where he, he knows nobody, you know. 
they didn't recruit him out of high school. They didn't they didn't go watch him play in AAU tournaments. You know, they they look at his film at MTSU and they look at his numbers and they they call him up and and make him an offer and, and there's not much that we can do about it. So it's hard, Tim, because I got into college athletics initially because I loved the purity of it and it, it wasn't pro sports and there was just this level of um, purity that I was drawn to. And that's kind of gone by the wayside now. It's not very pure. It's, it's the wild, wild west and people are bidding on, on these, these kids and, and it's hard. It's hard and, and a lot of people in athletic administration are getting out because the, the industry has changed so much. But, you know, there's the old saying, adapt or die. And so I'm trying to adapt, my friend, and, and, <laughs> and adjust to the new reality because, again, as I said earlier, it's not going anywhere. Well, I, I coached high school sports, not at the university level at all. Uh, I just wonder where the coaches' minds are here. In recruiting, for example, You, if you can recruit and, and sign a, a high-level athlete, the, the possibility of hanging on to them got to be awfully tough to, to look at. And, exactly. And The other know, so, thing that's exhausting, Tim, is that they're having to re-recruit their, their roster every year, you know? Every year, if if you sign a kid and you you really believe in them and they have a good freshman year, you're not just worrying about bringing in the next recruiting class. You're worried about keeping your current roster in school, and that's hard. Yeah, it is. Uh, Someone said that I think Nick McDevitt said that the average number of transfers uh, in Division One right now is is four or five students yeah. per team. That's, that's a third of your roster right there. Which we talked about. Reggie Upshaw and Giddy Potts, who were very popular players here, very good players here. Uh, fans did get to know them because they, they played the four-year run with uh, Coach Kermit Davis and, and had some great success. Uh, but uh, we'll just have to see where all that goes. Lee, we painted kind of a bleak picture here. Uh, tell us uh, not to get off, come off the edge of the cliff and, and the, there is hope for the Blue Raiders. Yeah, there's definitely hope because – one of the things that has always set us back, at least from what I've been told, is our facilities. And, man, that's about to change with the Bill Blue campaign. You know, we have this new $7.1 million outdoor tennis complex that, that opens in November. Uh, we're breaking ground any day now. Um, and by breaking ground, I mean, like, actually setting up the construction fences and, and starting the demolition process for the new Student Athlete Performance Center. Um, that should happen anytime in the next week or two. And, uh, and so people are going to see significant changes. We're, I'm on a university committee to add a uh, hotel uh, right here on our athletics footprint just outside the Murphy Center. And hopefully it's either going to be there or across the street on the Woodfin parking lot. So we got the tennis courts coming. We got the Student Alley Performance Center coming. We've got the on-campus hotel coming. And then um, pretty soon we're going to begin preparations and designs for Phase 2 of Bill Blue, which is, includes the renovation of the Murphy Center. So um, we should have uh, designs and plans for that in the next six months. And, uh, and as soon as we finish this Student Athlete Performance Center, hopefully we're going to immediately start construction on the Murphy Center project. One thing that's been really good at Middle Tennessee for years and years and years is the stability of staff, stability of coaching, 
head coaches and stability of assistant coaches for the most part. Uh, there's always going to be change, but uh, I've been around this thing a long, long time, and it's pretty uh, amazing uh, the number of coaches we're able to retain in, 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 uh, in the face of maybe uh, opportunity to go someplace else. Absolutely. The stability here is incredible from the president to the AD to the head coaches to the assistant coaches. Uh, I was drawn to that when I interviewed here. I, I looked around the department and I saw, you know, the Diane Turnums who have been here for for 40 years, uh, the James Kentfield in our ticket office uh, that's been here over a, over a decade, Chris Massaro, uh, 18 years. So there's a lot of continuity of staff and people really love it here. And I don't blame them. Murfrees, Murfreesboro is an amazing place to live and a great community and. We've got a beautiful campus here at MTSU, and uh, I, I think enrollment is, is starting to trend upward again. And when enrollment grows, that's good for everybody. That's, that increases everybody's budgets. And so I really believe between the facilities that are coming and the, the growth that the university is going to continue to have, this place is, uh, is about to blow up. This past season, uh, season year, I should say, was was awfully good for the Blue Raiders, beginning with football and its um, eight and five record and second straight winning a bowl game over San Diego State, which I thought was highly significant. Uh, women's, women's, men's, and women's basketball had incredible runs, especially at home over the last two years. I think about three or four losses on home court altogether. Uh, the women uh, going to the NCAA tournament. Of course, we talked about softball and, and baseball had an awfully good run. Uh, and, and track continues to go. Uh, our tennis team is one of the top 25 or so in the country. Men's golf is awfully good. It, it was a good year. It was a great year. In fact, some have called it the most successful year we've ever had. We had four teams compete in the NCAA tournament. Uh, women's basketball, uh, softball, uh, tennis, and golf. Men's tennis and men's golf. And then um, we had three teams in the top 25, finish in the top 25 with, with uh, women's basketball, um, men's tennis, and, uh, and softball. We had nine wins against top 25 opponents. And as you said, we, um, we won back-to-back bowl games for the first time in school history. Um, when you add all that up, Tim, we just found out and announced it earlier today that out of the 350 plus Division One schools, we finished 95th in the all sports uh, competition, the Learfield Sports Directors Cup. And so uh, that 95th place finish is tops in Conference USA, uh, both with the the current members and the new members coming in. So uh, that includes, you know, Rice and Charlotte and North Texas, but it also includes. You know, Liberty and New Mexico State and Sam Houston. So we finished first in our league, and our sports information director, Mark Owens, discovered that that is our fourth time in the last nine years for us to be the top school in Conference USA with the Learfield uh, Directors' Cup. So really proud of our comprehensive top-to-bottom success, and Hope to, to build on that for an even better year next year. A couple of things I think get uh, overlooked by the general sports public uh, is the the broadness of the program at Middle, where uh, you do have programs like golf and tennis that, that are exceptional and not putting all the eggs in one basket. 
And second, uh, graduation rate is just terrific at middle. Uh, I know the football team's graduation rate's been in the top five or six in the country for the last two or three years. That's correct. 94% graduation success rate, one of the best in the country. Uh, our student-athletes are getting it done you know, on and off the, the field of competition. We're very proud of the athletes that are, that are getting jobs and starting meaningful careers. So uh, college athlete, athletics has always been about you know, education and graduation, and so we're, we're very proud of those numbers as well, Tim. Thank you for bringing that up. Well, I'm, I'm a proud alum and, and very glad to bring it up. And uh, as I say, I think it gets overlooked too much. That said, uh, the wins and losses on the scoreboard uh, still count for most people far more than that graduation rate does. That's true, and we we understand that, you know, um, if, if there's going to be score kept, you might as well try to win, right? That's right. We're going to try to win in everything that we do, and we're trying to Im- Im- improve our investments uh, with our coaches and with our facilities to provide our athletes with the best chance that they have to win. And, you know, if, if you've ever thought about joining the Blue Raider Athletic Association or uh, if you're already a member of the BRAA, that's that's where your money matters. It, it helps us strategically invest and help take our athletics department to the next level by uh, by increasing our support of our student athletes financially. So uh, we're so grateful for our current uh, BRAA members. We have about a thousand, but we're trying to double that. Tim, we launched a a drive to 25 earlier this year where we're, we're trying to get to 2,025 members of the BRAA by the end of 2025. And so we've had a, a great year fundraising. We'll do an announcement here shortly about the success we've had there, but we've got to continue to invest in these athletes to provide them with the resources they need to be successful. And we need to take a break for Chip Walters and the Blue Raider Insider Report, but we'll come back with Lee DeLeon, the Deputy Athletic Director for Middle Tennessee External Affairs. Right after this, you're listening to All Sports Talk. All right, fellas, June is National Men's Health Month, which is a good time to remind you to take care of your health. I recommend going to Low T Center. That's where I get my levels checked. It's typically completely covered by most health insurance, and if you don't have insurance, it's less than $100 for full labs and an office visit with the provider. Low T Center specializes in men's health, making it quick and easy. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book your appointment online. That's LowTCenter.com. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. It's a slick pig barbecue, spicy wings and Brunswick stew, everything made fresh for you at the slick pig barbecue. There's lean smoked turkey and chicken too, ribs so tender don't need to chew, well come on folks, I'm telling you, it's a slick pig barbecue. In 1920 East Main, you're gonna love the pig. The slick pig barbecue. 
a Murfreesboro tradition. Hello friends, Lenny Farmer with Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home. More than I can count, we have taken care of families who were totally caught off guard with the passing of a loved one. There are so many details to tie up. It really can be overwhelming. Again, more than I can count are the comments from families who have pre-planned and pre-funded their or their loved one's funeral saying, I'm so thankful we took care of this ahead of time. It would have been a financial hardship had we not. Let me help you pre-plan. Call me at 615-893-2422. In Rutherford County, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wommel, here to help life go right when you combine home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-890-0850 and let me save you money and time. Your home, your auto, together they're where life happens. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wommel. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me help you save by combining your home and auto. Listen live to WGNS Radio on our website, Alexa, or Google devices. Search WGNS Radio for on-demand podcasts in iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Plus, we have direct links to podcasts at WGNSRadio.com. After Latina, I just moved a stalled vehicle a few minutes ago on 40 East of the Mumbry and Broadway. It's just aggravating that heavy traffic coming out of downtown. It's busy right now, 65 through Madison, trying to get on that ramp to Vietnam Vets. Continuing out uh, through Hendersonville, Sumner County traffic still looking pretty decent right now. Just watch for radar. I-40 out through the Mount Julian area. They've been out there on and off today through that section of Wilson County. Princess Hot Chicken is catering. Check out their menu at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki from News Radio WGNS with a reminder that you can download the Weatherology app on your phone for the forecast at your fingertips. We can even send weather bulletins to your cell phone. Download the Weatherology app today. It's free in the App Store. This is Monty Hale for SoCo Roofing and Restoration. They're local here in Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. They gladly offer free inspections. If they determine there is damage to your roof, they'll walk you through the entire process. Find them online at southernroofexperts.com or give Donnie Shattuck a call at 615-801-9837. That's 615-804-9837. SoCo Roofing and Restoration, your local trusted roofing expert. Whether you need general vehicle upkeep and maintenance or a complete vehicle overhaul, Hall's Auto Care is here for you. We're locally owned and operated by Greg Hall and have been in business since 2014. You'll get excellent service and trustworthy advice with Hall's Auto Care. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. We're ready to help get you safely on the road. Hall's Auto Care, 907 Ridgely Road, just off Broad Street behind Chili's. Online at hallsautocare.net. Hall's Auto Care. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615-893-1417 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. At State Farm, when home and auto works as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615-893-1417 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. It's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report from Chip Walters of Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Sponsored by Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors and Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance. The report coming up after this. 
You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raiders sports. On 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Middle Tennessee. Layup, man, cold. Middle Tennessee football, basketball, and baseball. Yeah, we got them. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raider Athletics. I'm Chip Walters. Hear the games here on News Radio WGNS. Middle Tennessee win. Raiders win the championship. Your source for the Big Blue and the Borough. News Radio WGNS. Are you paying hundreds of dollars too much for your home and auto insurance? Let the team at My Team Insurance help. A true independent insurance agency that represents you in protecting your home, your cars, your business, your life, and your health. Call My Team Insurance today, 895-4201. That's 895-4201. Proud to be sponsoring the Blue Raiders and proud to say, let's go blue. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Well, good afternoon, everybody. The school year ends officially on Friday at midnight. And the next new physical year for college athletics starts on Saturday, July 1st. So now the final rankings are in in the Learfield Directors' Cup. Middle Tennessee placed 96th out of 363 schools with 120.25 total points, which also led all Conference USA members. Here's how Conference USA ranked this year. Middle first at 180.25. FIU was second with 172. FAU, including their final four appearance for men's basketball, was third at 136. Then Rice at 126.80. Western Kentucky uh, was next with 95 points. UTSA with 83.5. Charlotte with 80. UAB with 45. Louisiana Tech with 42.5. UTEP with 34. And North Texas coming in dead last with a total of 33.5 points. Liberty, who will be a new member of Conference USA, led the A-Sun with a total of 179 points, just one and a half points shy of Middles number, so they will bring in a very balanced program. Also, uh, something of note, don't forget the Coaches Check-In podcast have started to drop on GoBlueRaiders.com. Staff writer Sam Doughton sits down with all head coaches. The first one dropped on Monday with Coach Nick McDevitt. Another one with Coach Aston Roden will drop tomorrow. But here's uh, a couple of minutes from the first one with Sam Doughton and Coach Nick McDevitt. What was it like finding the, those six guys, you know, mix of, of incoming freshmen, transfers, a, a JUCO player? What was it like, you know, finding that fit in that in that time space? You know, the, not only challenging, but honestly, a little bit fun as well. You know, you're you're trying to to put together a complicated puzzle, really, uh, and that is uh, making sure that 
all the puzzle pieces fit together, both in terms of ability, experience, size, skill. Uh, there's a lot of things that go into it because uh, you can find a lot of really talented players, but potentially be a little bit too young. Uh, you can also go the other direction and sign a lot of really talented transfers, uh, but you've got all juniors and seniors and everybody on your roster uh, wants to and expects to play about 30 minutes uh, uh, thirty minutes each. <laughs> and there's just not enough minutes to go around uh, for that many guys. So uh, being able to uh, make sure that from a – uh, stylistic approach that they fit. You know, how do we want to play on both sides of the ball, uh, offensively and defensively? But also, uh, do do they fit in terms of uh, what we're looking for from an experience standpoint, an age standpoint? Um, you know, we've we've got guys. Uh, Jalen Jordan uh, will be back for his seventh year of college uh, with with waivers and and such. So uh, his freshman year, we were talking the other day. Now he's teammates. Uh, with the young man, Tori Austin, who's a, a true freshman. Uh, when Jalen was a freshman in college, Tori was in the sixth grade. <laughs> and now they're teammates here at Middle Tennessee. So uh, having the right balance when you're uh, when you got such an age discrepancy mm-hmm. on your team of uh, personalities, ability, positions, uh, it, it, it can really be, a, although, I, as I said earlier, a little, little challenging, it, mm-hmm. it can be a little bit fun as well. That's it for today. We'll have another update for you coming tomorrow right here on WGNS. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Ken Ayer. Find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. Looking for a charming home close to downtown and MTSU? Look no further than this three-bedroom, two-bathroom, zero-lot line at 1341 Sharon Court. This home features a spacious living room, an open kitchen, and a primary suite on the main floor. It could be perfect for a family or a couple who wants to live in the middle of everything while still in a private neighborhood. Call for a showing today, 615-542-1915. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. All right, Lee, thank you. And we could go to round two. And I, I, first thing I want to do is get you to introduce your, your staff or the other staff members on uh, in, the, in the department that are doing some things. And and, and oh, look at that, that Bill Blue campaign. would love to do that. All right. In three, two, one. Welcome back into All Sports Talk. Lee DeLeon, Deputy Athletic Director for Middle Tennessee at External Affairs is my guest today. Lee, we went through a lot of things in that first half of the show. Uh, you're not trying to pull this thing off by yourself. I know Chris Massaro is, is the boss man, and you're right in there behind him along with Diane, but there, there's also other members of the staff I'd like, love for you to introduce our listening audience happy happy to do that tim and you're exactly right it takes a takes a team um to for us to be successful and we're we're surrounded by incredibly talented hard-working individuals that love the blue raiders and 
Um, they do a tremendous job. I'll start with our marketing department, um, led by Chelsea Floyd, our associate AD, and and Rachel Wright, who works with Chelsea. They're they're both MTSU alums. They bleed blue and are as true blue as it can get. And they are constantly trying to to drive attendance to our games and help us generate more revenue uh, through creating buzz and excitement uh, around all of our programs. And they have a great staff that they lead. Hans Mail Branch and Claire Friels are two associate athletic directors for development that, that lead the BRAA and oversee major gifts and premium seating and annual annual giving, doing a great job of, of building relationships with donors and making them feel good about the investments that they make. Um, so love love the job that uh, Claire Hans and their team are doing. Our ticket office is really good. James Kentfield has been leading that for over a decade and uh, oversees operations and sales. Uh, our Learfield team of uh, uh, sponsorship sales and multimedia rights, um, led by Chuck Arnold, who's the general manager for Blue Raider Sports Properties. They've, they've done a tremendous job of uh, partnering with businesses and, and uh, business leaders to to promote the Blue Raiders and to uh, sell sponsorships and find find companies to support us. And then you know Mark Owens, who doesn't report to me, but uh, he, he is over our communications team. Has been here for uh, gosh 20 years. He and his staff do a great job with press releases and uh, uh, social media posts and, and updating the website and maintaining the records and and statistics. They, they're phenomenal at their job as well. So we are very blessed and thankful to have a great external staff. We meet every Monday morning at 9 o'clock, and we, we brainstorm and, and try to come up with new ways to, to promote the Blue Raiders and, and generate buzz and excitement around all the great things happening with MTSU athletics. We've talked about college athletics in general. Let's talk a few, a few major changes here at Middle that, uh, that affect us in, in particular. Bill Blue campaign, you discussed that just a little bit already. Uh, the tennis courts are beginning to sh- show their shape, as you mentioned, the football uh, complex going up and, and on with Murphy Center. How was that uh, developed, and, and uh, where are we as far as the funding is concerned? Great question. Thank you for asking that. Um, when I The day that I started, we launched the Bill Blue campaign, and announced an aggressive $15 million goal in, in private fundraising. We have surpassed that. Uh, we're now at $18.4 million and hoping to close a, a big gift that will, that will take us past our, our new $20 million goal. So uh, as soon as we pass that, we're going to keep increasing and probably try to get to $25 million. Um, the projects that we're doing for the Bill Blue campaign are going to end up costing over $100 million, probably in the 120 130 range. And so we don't have to raise all of that money through uh, private gifts, Tim. Uh, we get a lot of that money from student fees, and we're so extremely thankful to the MTSU student body and the university leadership for their support of these projects. But it's a three-phase project. Phase one is the Student Athlete Performance Center and the tennis courts. Phase two is the Murphy Center uh, renovation and, and the creation and building of a, of a plaza that kind of ties all these facilities together. And then phase three is an indoor practice facility that will go over by the football practice fields uh, where all of our athletes can continue to work out 
and, uh, and and go to practice when it's when the weather is not in ideal conditions. So, um, really exciting times. I'm so um, I love coming to work every day because we're we're building things that are going to be truly transformational through the Bill Blue campaign. Steve, the question I think I get more than anything about Bill Blue campaign is when are we going to have not not have to go climb up those silly steps at Murphy Center? <laughs> You've heard that too, I'm sure. Uh, that's been a, that was a character flaw. Everything else about Murphy Center, I think, has been great for 50 years. But uh, exactly. that, that that's been the, the bugaboo for lots of folks. And uh, part of the Bill Blue campaign is to, to remedy that. That's right. The the steps in the northeast corner of the Murphy Center uh, near the Hall of Fame will be uh, taken down, and we will have a a building there that will be an an entrance, a focal point a gateway into the Murphy Center. Uh, we already have a, g- a gift from, from John Floyd and Old South Properties to name that, the, the Old South Atrium uh, into the, the, the new re- newly renovated Murphy Center. Um, and with the pass- passing of the additional student fees um, last week at the Board of Trustees meeting, we're going to go ahead and begin plans to, to design that part of the renovation. So that's going to be the number one priority of phase two and we have other you know things that we're hoping to accomplish fundraising permitting which is you know the addition of of suites um and the upper concourse of the murphy center we want to renovate the seating bowl and, and try to to bring the, the seats closer to the court to provide a, more of a home court advantage and more of an intimate atmosphere at the murphy center uh, we're also looking to uh, renovate the coaches' offices and locker rooms, and, and to redo our our practice gym. So it is a it's a huge undertaking, Tim, and it's all going to depend on how much money we raise. But now that we've got the student fee passed last week, at least we know we can go ahead and get started. Yeah, I've been around the country and seen a lot of uh, arenas. Uh, my thought is Murphy Center is one of the still one of the best ones of all after 50 years uh, after this renovation is taking place. Where do you think Murphy Center is going to sit as far as uh, being attractive to student athletes? Well, I think it'll be the top facility in Conference USA. Uh, we're adding new video boards this season um, in October, and those video boards will be the largest in all of Conference USA. <clears throat> I think it's going to continue to provide a great home court advantage for us, but it also benefits it's the whole university you know with the renovation we'll, we'll have more um uh, concerts will attract more um artists to the murphy center it'll it'll be a better venue for for graduation and for TSSAA um playoffs and for summer uh summer camps so you know the murphy center is really the hub of the entire university not just for athletics but for the whole school and so it's going to be it's going to be the, the 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 hub of campus and the the uh, landmark building uh, on this this portion of the campus, and so I'm really really excited to see that thing come to life, and think it's going to really make a huge impact for the entire university. Prior to coming here, you were uh, part of uh, Sun Belt Conference. Uh, you Middle Tennessee right. part of that as well, Conference USA. But uh, with the changes, Conference USA has made a drastic move uh, with schools, uh, some necessitated by other schools moving along. But 
Where do you see Conference USA as far as uh, the nine teams that are there right now? And, and then also talk about the midweek games that we're going to see in football and the reason th- those are being played. Well, the nine teams now for this season uh, are, are going to be a very competitive league. We're adding Liberty, New Mexico State, Sam Houston State, and Kennesaw State. I'm, excuse me, Jacksonville State. And then the following year we'll add Kennesaw, uh, and that will make it ten members in Conference USA. Uh, Kennesaw is an incredibly um, uh, 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 growing university, fast-growing university. I think they've got you know forty, fifty thousand students outside of Atlanta. So that's going to be another great addition to the league uh, the following year. But I, I think that you know when you lose six schools like we did, and you're scrambling to find. Uh, new members to the conference that add value. I, I think we ended up doing a good job. Um, you know, New Mexico State's right next to, to UTEP, and that's a good addition. You know, we wanted to still have some type of presence in the state of Texas, so Sam Houston State made a lot of sense, and they, they had become an FCS powerhouse. You know, Jacksonville State is, is located nearby in Alabama, and it's a drivable game for us. Um, and then Liberty is is one of the up-and-coming, fast-rising athletic departments in the country. They're going to be incredibly competitive from day one uh, when they join the league. So I think we did a good job of adding, the, the, the strategically adding teams to our league. <clears throat> the midweek games that you mentioned, for the next several years, we're going to play uh, on Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays for the month of October. And, you know, it's going to be a little bit different, but I know people watch uh, Maction – during the, the month of November when the MAC football games are on Tuesdays and Wednesday nights. And so we're basically taking that same concept but bumping it up to the month of October. And so uh, this year we have you know, two, two home games, one on a Tuesday night, one on a Wednesday night in the month of October, and two away games uh, during the week in the month of October as well. So it's going to definitely feel different, but we think it's going to provide – clear air, if you will. There's not a lot of other programming on TV those nights. It doesn't conflict with University of Tennessee or high school football games. And a lot of our students go home on the weekends. So this is a chance to, to better market to our student body. So we're excited about the challenge of promoting midweek football games and, and think it actually could be a really good thing for us, along with the incredible publicity that comes with national TV. Well, I know this. It's it's very important to fans to recognize if you, if you want this athletic program to grow, you're going to have to show that kind of support and, and be on national television and, and see a, a sparse crowd in the stands is really not a good look. Exactly. Yeah, we're going to have to increase our attendance, and that's my number one priority right now. So we have a lot of plans. Our marketing department's working very hard, and hopefully we'll see a significant increase in our uh, in our student attendance and our uh, general uh, fan population this year. One final change we can talk about, and then uh, we'll head towards wrapping things up. Uh, the conference, uh, with all the changes so forth, finally came to its senses. I think put the basketball tournament in a place. It turned out to be right next to us, but where, where it's been locality-wise for the last few years in Dallas, I'm sure great venue and all that. But from a fan's standpoint, it it's nice to have it back close to home Birmingham for years and, and now in Huntsville it should be a terrific thing for middle I agree completely I'm from Texas and uh, my family lives in Houston and so I, I enjoyed going to Frisco uh, the last two years but man 
it is not easy for our fans to get there. And um, Huntsville, we think, is going to be a complete game changer. Um, I think the fact that it's you know easily a, a two-hour drive and it's going to feel like it's right in our backyard and our fans are going to show up in groves and provide a home court advantage and really help us get back to the NCAA tournament where we know we belong. So we were so close the last two years losing at the very end of the game against UAB in uh, 22 and against uh, FAU um, in 23. You know, if those games had been in Huntsville with the pro MTSU crowd, who knows, we, we may have been able to, to win those games and, and, and win the championship. So we're excited about it, and I think it's going to be a huge, huge deal for the Blue Raider Nation. Lee, one thing that has not changed is the dreaded big red of Bowling Green and Western Kentucky is still in our conference and will be our biggest rival continued on. And, you know, really that's a, that's a good thing, I believe. I do too. I love rivalries. That's what makes college athletics so much fun. So the 100 Miles of Hate is a great rivalry. I'm glad it's continuing. And I look forward to beating the Hilltoppers every year as much as we possibly can. Lee, uh, I, I, I kind of let you go on your own here for a minute or two and, and discuss uh, how people listening in that are interested in being Blue Raider fans and, and supporting the program, how they need to go about doing that and uh, how important it is. Well, I appreciate that opportunity. It, it's extremely important. Uh, we need everybody that we possibly can to get on board as season ticket holders for football and basketball, as donors. Uh, through the Blue Raider Athletic Association, you know, the more fans that we can get on board, the better it is for us to uh, fill our stands, to look good on TV, and to be attractive for the future conference realignment. You know, the the, the conference changes are are ongoing, and we want to be as attractive as possible moving forward. And those decisions are made in large part because of your market that you're in, and we're in a great market in the greater Nashville area, but also how many season ticket holders and donors do you have? What does your average attendance look like? What are your what are your TV ratings look like? So we need all the MTSU alumni and fans and even just the community of Murfreesboro at large to adopt us as their team and to support the Blue Raiders, their season tickets, through BRAA donations, and just by watching us, paying attention to what we're doing, tuning into our games on TV. You know, our, our website's great, GoBlueRaiders.com. Encourage people to, to visit that as often as possible and follow us on social media. We've got a great social media team that's constantly putting out updates. And if I haven't had a chance to meet with you, I would love to meet you and build a personal relationship and tr- try to talk about the best ways to get you involved. Lee, one thing I can say from my standpoint, I've heard this from other fans as well, you and your group have been so uh, reachable. Uh, we see you in the stands at Murphy Center in particular, around the football stadium, uh, reaching out to folks, and, and I think that's been appreciated very much. Well, thank you for noticing, and it's going to continue. We love people. We love building relationships, and we need, to, we need as many people on board as possible to help us take this thing to new heights. Lee, appreciate your time. Always uh, good luck to you and the Blue Raiders, and uh, have a good rest of the summer. It's about, it's about to go away, and uh, we get real busy in early August, I guess. Thank you so much, Tim. appreciate all your support of the Blue Raiders.
All right, Lee DeLeon, Deputy Athletic Director for Middle Tennessee, has been our guest today. We're going to take one more break. When we come back, I'll wrap things up on All Sports Talk. If you're not waking up to the Wake Up Brew, here's what you've been missing. Disgruntled Workers Day. At this moment, I am a disgruntled worker. Don't miss the Wake Up Brew with John, Brian, and Dalton. Weekday mornings from 6 until Swap and Shop. Afternoon, just moved a stalled vehicle a few minutes ago on 40 east of the Mumbry and Broadway. It's just aggravating that heavy traffic coming out of downtown. It's busy right now, 65 through Madison, trying to get on that ramp to Vietnam Vets. Continuing out uh, through Hendersonville, uh, Sumner County traffic still looking pretty decent right now. Just watch for radar, I-40 out through the Mount Julian area. They've been out there on and off today through that section of Wilson County. Princess Hot Chicken is catering. Check out their menu at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. We do it your way at Pizza Pizza. Join the team at Murfreesboro's favorite pizza restaurant. Sir Pizza is now hiring at all three locations. Come by and be part of the team at Sir Pizza. You've seen the ads out there, companies wanting to buy your home. But why sell yourself short when you can get fair market value? I'm Lisa Patton. If you have an estate to settle or a home to sell, call Parks Auction. We'll work with you to sell your home or property in any condition with no costly repairs on your timeline. Why accept one offer when you can have multiple? You need Parks Auction. We look out for your best interest. Call Parks Auction today. We handle everything. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back into All Sports Talk. This portion of All Sports Talk brought to you by First Bank, offices across the state of Tennessee. Personal service, professional service as well. You're going to get a smile and a handshake and truly be taken care of with all your banking needs. At First Bank, recommend them to you as well. Lee DeLeon, uh, good to have him on. He's been in Middleton now for a couple of years, and well, gosh, it's a tough time to come in for sure. Uh, but uh, very energetic fellow, and, and I think you should take him up on the opportunity to have a chance to meet him. Uh, I, th- I think he and his staff are doing a terrific job, and it's highly important to do that. There's so many things going on, and the midweek games – Football, we discussed a little bit right there at the end. I'm very interested to see how that turns out, how receptive fans will be to that. Uh, of course, the the uh, sidewall fans uh, may find that a little bit more difficult. But uh, one thing that we've seen at Middle uh, is that student body uh, support has not been particularly strong over a long period of time. And hopefully these midweek games will allow them to uh, have that chance to get in the stadium and, and be there we'll just see how all that, all that goes uh, Monty Hill will be back in tomorrow glad that you've joined us for this show today uh, the Braves have already played today and uh, and so you will not have Braves baseball tonight but uh, they'll be on the rest of the series the Braves are red hot by the way uh, for sure and uh, so as it mentioned Monty Hill will be back in tomorrow thanks for listening to All Sports Talk thanks to Lee DeLeon we'll see you tomorrow You've been listening to All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS. Brought to you by State Farm Agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris and Deb Ensel, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, First Bank, Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care, Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors. 
Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, SoCo Roofing and Restoration, and Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living.